Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy, John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hire.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez from simpleprogrammer.com. And I got a question about uh, what would you do if you were fluent in Chinese? So this is kind of an interesting question. You might wonder, why would someone ask that question? I guess I should have said ni hao, uh, because uh, I actually took a trip to China this, this year for three weeks. I, I had my book translated to Chinese. You can check out the Chinese version of my, my book here of Soft Skills, Software Developers Life Manual. And if, if you don't read Chinese, if you'd like the English version, you can, of course, check that out instead. That's probably going to be more of you. But... I did a video, or you can check out my videos. Some, some people get so, so uptight about thumbnails and, and, and stuff like that. But anyway, check out the, vi- the video. And if, if you like to call me a racist because I have a, a video of me looking like someone who's Chinese, okay, you could do that. That's fine. I don't care. It's not going to hurt my feelings. But anyway, I, I, t- I talked about in that video about that I'd like to learn Chinese and that I, I think that... China actually has a very good chance of, in the next 10 years, becoming a, the, the dominant world power, at least in the technology field. And, and they're advanced in so many ways, more so than, than, than the West, as far as technology, especially in the mobile area, right? There, there's an app in China called WeChat, and it is, I mean, it, it's, it's more advanced than what we're, we're, everyone uses WeChat. They pay with WeChat. They, it's like, it's, it's crazy. It's, you know, and they got multiple integrations. You know, I still have WeChat on my phone from when I was in China. So uh, this question is from Bobby. And Bobby says here, if you're already fluent in Mandarin, how would you go about using this skill as a software engineer, as an investor? <laughs> question mark if you're 100 percent mobile and not tied to any single location so maybe bobby is fluent or maybe he's thinking about being fluent 
So here's the thing, after my trip to China, again, this is my limited perspective. I spent three weeks in China, but, but I had some ideas, right, after I came back. And this is what I do. If I was fluent in Chinese, I would be taking all of my content and I would be reproducing that content in Chinese for the Chinese market, probably at, at, at a slightly lower price point because of, of the, the economy there. But I would, I would be pumping out as much content as possible. And, and I would be con pumping out content in that, that, that sort of bridges the gap. I would be pumping out content in Chinese that talks about how to sell into the American market. I'd, I'd pump out content that I'd look for the most popular English content, right? And I would try to make a Chinese version of that and, and explain it from content, not just my own content, but content from other people, not, not stealing their content, but taking some of the same ideas, some of the most popular YouTube videos, some of the most popular tutorials, frameworks, languages, books, and, and trying to see how I can, how I can take my American perspective and, and translate that to Chinese and, and talk about it in, in Chinese. And the reason why I say that, some of you say, well, that's, why wouldn't you do that with any language? Well, after being in China, I, you know, I, I traveled around the world. I've been in Europe. I've been in a lot of different countries. And in most places, when you go to a major city, they, they speak English, even though that's not their native language. In China, that's not the case, right? And, and, and you can see it from China is just growing. The, text, the book industry there is just growing like crazy because they're translating books. Like I said, my book got translated from, from English to Chinese, and that was a huge deal. I'm selling more copies in China, I think, than anywhere else, right, of, of, of my soft skills book. And a lot of it is American-centric, right, so, or, or at least Western-centric. But, but the point is this, is that in China, there's a lot less English speakers, and so they want the stuff in Chinese, whereas a lot of Europe, a lot of other countries, they're like, ah, you know, uh, we take the American book. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they, you, you get that, and that's fine because they're just expected to read it in English, even though in Russia, in Poland, and you know, it's, it's not their native language. Although I do have a Polish version of, of my book, and it's translated to Polish. That's pretty cool. I don't actually have a copy though. Send me a copy, someone. <laughs> so, so, so my point is this: that there's a huge opportunity in the Chinese market to, to especially more so than any other market because it's the, it's the largest, fastest growing market. The tech industry is booming there, especially in places like Beijing and Shanghai. And so if you've got the skills, if, you, if you're an American, you, you got the American viewpoint and you can take some of this, the best technology, the best stuff, best material and content, and you can translate that to Chinese and put that out there, that's great. In fact, I'll, also, I'll put this out here. If you speak fluent Chinese and you're watching these videos and you want to help me to start generating some Chinese content, let, let's talk. Send me an email at john at simpleprogrammer.com and uh, we'll see what we can do because I think there's a huge opportunity there. So if you like this video, I don't know how to say that in Chinese as well as I would. Some, something about subscribing. <laughs> Click the subscribe button below and I will give you more of these videos. I do about two to three a day if you can believe it or not. Uh, I, I don't know why. I, I just like it. So, and I like you. So give me a thumbs up. I'll talk to you next time. Take care.
Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.